Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey guys, it's Gwen Slamberg and you're listening to Glam Squad Confidential. Of course, I would be nowhere. I mean, I would be grounded if I did not have my co-pilot on the beauty plane, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic. Well, thank you for trusting me with this confidential information, Gwen. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I am grounded, like spiritually grounded. I don't want anybody to think otherwise, right? Yeah, for sure. Spiritual only. <laughs> but, you know, it was hard to kind of like have my feet on earth when I watched all of the photos coming out of Khan. The 75th annual Con Film Festival was just these past two weeks. And like, I mean, Travis, I'm just not used to seeing that level of glamour. Are you? No, a lot of cupcake gowns, a lot of princess cupcakes going on there. Lots of royalty thing. But I just keep thinking of Adriana Lima's baby bump, too. I mean, that was like one of my favorite moments. And then there was a second celebrity who wore like a bump bearing dress. Yeah. I can't remember who it was in this moment, but like, thanks, Rihanna. Evidently, that's the thing. Yes. Bumps and bikinis. It's trending. I mean, hey, nothing wrong with loving your body in any way that it is. But, you know, for me, Trav, it was, you know, the dresses were amazing, of course, and super glamorous. But for me, it's always about the hair and the makeup. And I feel like Khan just ushered in this, like, this moment of glamour that, everybody was missing. Agreed. Well, Con, there's just no other red carpet like it. It is supermodels and like Altier couture, the hototote of it all. It is like, you know, the biggest fashion-y stage because even at an event like the Queen's Jubilee that would be more fancy, they're not as fashion forward. So this is really the one. Totally. Well, you know, without further ado, I think that we should um, welcome our special guest today because obviously there's a con connection. And once we've got him in the mix here, you know, you guys can talk about like all the good times at con because you've been several times and I always love hearing your stories. But without further ado, guys, this is one of Hollywood's hottest hairstylists. He works with Julianne Moore, with Tom Leone, with Travis. Maybe he's partial to redheads like us. 
Bless. But he was Justin Khan, you know, doing his thing. And we just, I can't wait to welcome Mr. Marcus Francis. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. It's my first podcast, actually. I know, I know. How is this? It's because you're always so busy, Marcus. So, like, you never have a But, like, you are one of my favorite hairstylists because you always have, like, an amazing quote. A tight quote. Like, you were someone... Who, by the way, should be on podcast all the time. You know what? That that's my journalism background from college and stuff. So I think it's like get to the point, tell the people what they need to hear. Don't add too many words. But I now I feel like I'm walking into this podcast being like, get to the point, get the, get the goods out. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, our little old Glam Squad Confidential podcast is really just about celebrating. The hairstylist, the makeup artist, the manicurist, the facialist of Hollywood, like, you know, really the magic behind the scenes. When we look at those images, like, you know, just every single day during these two weeks of the Cannes Film Festival, every single day you look at those red carpet photos that are coming out of the night before. And I think that what a lot of people don't realize is that it takes a village to create that look that hits mm-hmm. the that is like so it's it's beyond glamour you know at us weekly we love we dabble in reality you know we 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 do all the things but you know like something like con it's even beyond you know like this is not reality <laughs> no no it's super elevated it's yeah, like, don't come, it's what- don't come here if you're looking for you know quote unquote reality even fake reality like you know the kardashians on hulu not calling anybody out i love it (laughs) um but you know this is like real high glamour so first of all tell us like do you always go to con was this your first time was this your eighth time what was it girl this is was brace yourself my 13th time what wow Yeah. yeah i mean i took i took obviously two years off with the pandemic and then I took one year off because I was like, I'm not going to go because I'm just so tired of going that far and the jet lag kills me. And then here I am. And I keep going. So I really, over the span of 16 years, I've gone 13 out of the 16. Wow. And so it obviously it has a special place in my heart. Um, you know, I actually first went there to, I was an assistant and I wanted to start building my, my portfolio. There was no Instagram back then. That just aged me right there. Um, so there was no Instagram, and so you had to build your book. And I was like, well, shit. Oh, shoot. Sorry. <laughs> um, you sure. could really give your portfolio and your red carpet, like, such an elevated, high glamour uh, appeal to it. Even if it's just a simple blowout, because it's on the red carpet at Cannes, it's just, like, it's so prestigious. And um, it's coveted. And, you know, not every actor or actress, pop singer, model, whatever now gets to go to this so this was you know i feel very lucky as a hairstylist to be asked by my clients and new and old to be a part of it 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 says something about like the trust level and the execution and every everything the stakes are much higher and it's kind of you know pushes you to your own ability to the next level too you know if you're just complacent then i think that doesn't do anybody any good in the art world so to be pushed is really exciting oh that's so awesome so now I, you were in common with Julianne Moore. Did you do anybody else or was it just Julianne? I did Riley Keough. Oh, I love her too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did her for one of her press days and it was my first time actually ever working with her and meeting her. And 
she kind of exceeded my expectations. I thought she was just super chill, very cool, very supportive and sweet. And you're like, okay, I can't ask for anything else. So to have those girls, and I did some private clients as well. It was such a beautiful, short, but abbreviated and a perfect way kind of trip. Sometimes I've been there for the full two weeks and that's wonderful. But I think me coming out of the gates after taking two years off, it was a nice re-entry taking just a nice five, seven days and, and making it my can experience for 2022. Oh my God. In that incredible locale. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was wonderful. And, you know, uh, I did Julianne for, oh gosh, I did her for three looks, two red carpets. And, um, you know, she's kind of like, everyone, everyone says, oh, so-and-so is the queen of can. I, I, I truly am partial to Julianne being the queen of can. There is just, you know, she's, so like modern but regal cool but elegant and she dazzles she just dazzles in the south of france on that carpet and she just she doesn't look unapproachable she just looks so effortlessly happy and beautiful and you know i think that's why people call her the queen of can at least that's why i call her that I and, love that title for it. It's like Vanessa Hudgens has Coachella, Julianne Moore has Cannes. <laughs> and I mean, there's nobody who looks better in Bulgari than Julianne Moore, too, right? I mean, yeah, and she just makes everyone want some sort of piece of Bulgari. If they could, for if sure. they should, yes. So, you know, doing three looks, two high red carpets and, and one other look, for Khan, is this something where the team is in contact before you get to France? Or like, when do you guys start thinking, what are we going to do? Because I'm sure when it's something like this, where the cameras are on the Queen of Khan at every appearance, like you want to make sure that each look is going to be different. Each look is going to stand out. So is it something that you look at as a totality of the whole three events during this one big event or like how do you guys approach that process i i mean for me personally i kind of i've worked with julianne for 10 years so i have my julianne pinterest board i have my julianne instagram folder like i have all the things that i think that i would aspire to do on her or that she would respond to i mean i'm not going to pick something that over the course of 10 years i know very well that she would just like from afar but not to have on her head so you know i i try to keep it interesting i can try to evolve it little by little but if i don't necessarily know per se what her gown is or you know what the weather's going to be like is another thing because if that weather forecast is changing a few times up before I leave for that trip, then it's sort of like okay, if the if it's super humid and rainy, but then one day it's next, I have to have in my my back pocket an updo or something down or something contained and down. So I have those things in my in my back pocket. But like for instance, this trip, I didn't know the dresses until when I got there. So that's when I resorted to my folder. Um, so like to go back to Met Gala, like I knew her dress a week ahead of time and I started to play a few looks building up to that. And then, you know, she and I texted back and forth and I would show her a few images and then I would not overkill the conversation because I feel like in person, you can add a few more isms, a few more extra words and say, no, it doesn't have to be literal. This is where I was thinking you would start to place the hair as you're talking about it rather than just looking at a photo of, you know, a 15-year-old model and it doesn't really apply to you. So 
with this. I just had a, a few looks that I wanted to try on her that I know that we've done before. And I am a very big person of let's keep it interesting. Let's have each photo be its own moment. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I like to get as much out of her and I and can and get a few different images. And I know that some actors and some actresses really, you know, like, uh, like an Angelina Jolie. She kind of stays in her blowout world, which is great and it works for her. But there are some people like back to the Vanessa Hudgens of it all. They will change the hair every time they step out the door. Yeah. So I kind of have to think about my client and what she would be up for. Right. So I know Juliana's up for a difference, but not like let's start from scratch, like a wet look down to, you know, a high pony kind of thing, you know, like right. less, less time in the touch up chair. I mean, the cool thing about Julianne is that like, she is a hair icon, right? Like yeah. one of the things that people think about, you know, sure. It's like Julianne Moore, incredible actress, like long career in Hollywood, married to someone super hot. I always think that. Because <laughs> I see that in the West Village. I see that for it, friend. Like, and I'm like, oh, he's a beast. But, he really but is. Really, yeah. what people think about first is like, oh my God, that hair. And yeah. I always thought of that because like my hair is that color, that same yeah. head. And so, you know, we've talked about this all the years that I've known you, Marcus. It's like, remember once I almost cut my hair the way that you had cut hers? Like yeah. you would have, it would have been really short for me. It was like sort of just below the collarbones. Yeah. yeah Marcus, yeah. it looks so good. Should I do it? And you were like, mm, don't do it. <laughs> Thank God yeah. for you. But yeah, that was like after a red carpet season where maybe it was when she did the Tom Ford movie, you know, like when she was on every carpet and like nominated for everything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but you know her, you know her hair, right? So that's kind of easy going into it. But so for this particular, for Con 2022, what were some of the key products that you used? Were there any key tools that you used? Like what defines it for you this season? Well, you know, I it was very hot this year and not necessarily like in a Palm Springs kind of way, but the Mediterranean air really kicked in. So there was a humidity factor that I'm, you know, I have curly hair myself, so I'm really sensitive to when it's in the air and I see what it does. And you have to think about when all that heat is on the red carpet. There's a lot of bodies on there. There's a lot of lights. It's just the flyaway factor, the frizz factor mm -hmm. that as a hairstylist, you know, I just, it just can, it can make a great image, not great with all that frizz, the undesirable frizz. If you're going with the look with frizz, that's one thing. But if you're going for something polished, which is usually the avenue of, you know, the hair world in Cannes, you just want to have that control. So uh, it was, it was on the humid side for the opening gala um, th that Julianne went to. And we, you know, the dress was, oh, was it strapless? No, it was a, it was a kind of a halter neck type of uh, Bottega Veneta gown. And the hair was to be behind the shoulders, which then means you have like a really clean silhouette of the head and the hair and the body and the dress. So if you had, if you had the, the, the fuzz of the flyway, you would have been distracted. So I used a blowout bomb on Julianne from Fido, Fido, excuse me, um, that I felt really did control her, you know, she has mixed textured hair. She has some straight hair, but she has a lot of curly, coarse textured hair. Mm. And for me, I knew you got to get it really good from the blowout. Like for anyone's hair, to be honest, like if you just rely on the curling iron and the hairspray, you put yourself into a tough situation, like got to get it good from the blowout. Otherwise, mm -hmm. the rest is like, good luck. 
<laughs> so I used a blowout bomb from from Fido that really did. Was it the original Defrizant? Do you remember the Fido Defrizant, which was like Fido's like original product that everybody from like the '90s people loved? But it was like a cult favorite. I I wonder if it might have been, or if they've just sort of modified it. But it's the anti frizz blowout bomb, is what their yeah. new title is. And I put that on wet, and I really didn't to go too heavy because her hair will respond. So you kind of have to know your hair, but I know that whatever you tell her hair to do, it'll do. So um, I just put it evenly throughout from roots to ends. And then because I wanted the hair to not just be smooth and flat, I wanted it to have like a little lift at the root. So I used their um, their volumizing uh, blowout, uh, blow dry spray. And that I've used, gosh, I've used that for like 10 years. And that's, that's for the root. Like you spray it into the root line. And oh, lift. section by section, guys. Oh, got like, it. Okay. Honestly, wow. if you just kind of do peripheral, like on like the halo of your head, I'm sorry, but you're gonna not give the product like its full potential of what it's supposed to do. You really have to be methodical and like have a system to applying product, whether it be the Fido blow up bomb or the Fido blow uh, volumizing spray, regardless of what it is, mousse, oil, uh, texturizing spray, it will give all corners of your hair like the best outcome possible, like the desired result that you want. So for like what I back to what I was saying was the volumizing spray, um, you know, section by section it doesn't have to be as if you're retouching your roots, kind of that that minuscule of sections, just sort of one to two inch sections throughout the hair, depending on how much hair you have, and then uh, take a wide tooth comb, comb it through, distribute the product really evenly, and then I, I'm really very um, what's the word? I'm very meticulous about my blowouts. Like I'm really making sure the moisture is out, especially if there's moisture in the air, you got to get it out of the hair. Otherwise, mother nature wins in that one. And you'll see frizz. We don't want mother nature to win. Over <laughs> no. And all those premieres are at like high noon. You know what I mean? They're like from like noon to like 2 p.m. Blistering oh. sunshine. These are not like 7 p.m. 9 p.m. premieres. No. No, no, it's, and you know what, and I have to say, even if it's like an evening premiere, there's something about everything just sort of settling. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the only time there's no humidity is in the middle of the night or the early morning. So to be honest, it's like, you just have to have in your product arsenal, everything that can control your client's hair. And sometimes a oil would work better. Sometimes a cream would work better. And I had all of that with her because I sort of reworked my day two look, which was deep side part, kind of flicked ends, very kind of south of France, easy breezy blowout look. And um, I use more of like a cream for that just because I didn't, I didn't want it to be too high shine. I wanted it to just be like polished, you know? So it didn't feel like it was trying too hard. The uh, Fido has like a moisturizing day cream that is light but it absorbs and it does the job. So it doesn't feel like you have to react and um, rework the product into the hair. But then in the evening, I use their uh, Baobab oil. I don't know how you pronounce Baobab. it. Baobab, yeah, Baobab. B-A-O-B-A-B. Baobab. Yeah. Baobab. 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 <laughs> but very then with that, very, I use, yeah. I like put a pump in my hand. I use the toothbrush, kind of smeared it around and then brushed it so it gave it shine but it also controlled the flyaways and it cleaned up the polish around the uh the the face from there because i did like a deep side part into a low chignon so i just kind of used all those products to help shift and change what the hair needed toward the end of the day she does a chignon 
so well. Like it just looks so uh-huh. her. Yeah. How does she nice. look like she has like a styrofoam ball in there when I know there's not one? You know what I mean? It's like that look of like it should be fake, but it's so nice. By the way, you know what? Her hair, like I said, will respond. You back like you pull into a pony, you back comb several sections within that pony, you smooth it out, and it is literally like a portable styrofoam yeah. tube. And you just mold it and shape it. And so you're right. We did that for the Oscars the year that she won. And I was actually just as equally surprised thinking, oh my God, who put the donut in her hair? Yeah. 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 Really, this is the magic of red hair, you guys. Yes. It has that crazy texture and the thickness and all that. But so just jumping back for a second to getting the blowout right. When you're doing a blow dry, like how much is it in the styling products? versus the hair dryer versus the brush that you use? Or do you use a different brush depending on the outcome that you want? Like all of these variables and what blow dryer do you like to use? You guys, I know this is, this blow dryer is kind of like controversial in a way. You're like, is it really worth it? Do I need it? Is it just for professionals? Ever since I was introduced to the Dyson, that's what I use. To be honest, because for me, I work with hair that is like, you know, very, very fine and straight to very thick, coarse and curly, a la Natasha Lyonne. I need to have a blow dryer that can cover all of that. So for me as a professional, doing every single hair texture under the sun, I need that. And their diffuser is just genius. It works. Even if you're not creating curls or waves... If you create a shape and you just want to mold it and then freeze it, you put that temperature on high, the speed on low, and you just freeze it. You like spray it and you just it like holds and hardens, but in a way that is exactly what you need it to do. So I use the, the Dyson. I love the Dyson. The brushes, the products, all of it really work together because, you know, I, I, for me, it's also like tension. It's um, how is it a boar's hair? Is it a boar's hair um, bristle combo? Is it a product that cocktails really well with another line or another product? Like I'm really big on does this product work only by itself or does it kind of like the other products and work well together? You know, like does the kid work well with others in the classroom? <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> so really it's kind of a perfect marriage of all three. And, you know, I do switch up the brushes. I love Olivia Garden. That's a new brush line that I just uh, was exposed to with the Oscars and Olivia Coleman, the names I know, they kind of match, but their brushes are fantastic. And so I've been using a lot of their stuff. And um, what's the other one? Gosh, I can't, I went on a a blank just now, but Olivia Garvin's like my favorite. A Denman brush is really, it's like one of those Mm -hmm. classic brushes from, I mean, literally like the fifties, like, Old Hollywood, flip the hair over. If you want volume, those bring air into the hair in ways that other paddle brushes don't. So to answer your question, it's all three that work very well to get the blowout what you want it to do. Interesting. And then like, you know, you're in con, you're there for like almost a week. Do you get to like enjoy some of the free time? Like Travis, when you would go for us, you would go for like two weeks and report. And like, I just remember hearing about all the fun parties. Yeah. I would just like extend it a different week and pick a different parent to come out and visit me. And so I was like, you're take, you're going to save a lot of money, not flying me out at the end of the festival. Yes. So let's just keep me here a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I definitely tried to um, have some fun. 
usually with any trip, like with Venice, I went to Venice, but then three days before I went to Positano. And mm. I just feel like if I'm going that far, I need to have something that taps into like my inspiration and my life and my Butter. stories. Cause I feel like it's all balanced. And with Cannes, I did the same thing. I uh, actually, I spent three additional days, guys, I wanted to have it off, but then two of the three I ended up getting for work. So the intention was there, but I did <laughs> spend time to like, go to like a little town and explore this new restaurant that everyone, all my foodie friends talked about. So I did stuff like that. I, I feel, you know, the party thing usually is on my radar this year. It just was, I'm taking baby steps, getting back into the world of people and parties and all that. But to be honest, just the people watching on the quest set, the oh. beach, oh, the Mediterranean water was no joke, you guys. It was so beautiful. And I live in Los Angeles, so I have the ocean here, but there's nothing like the Mediterranean. So I was just so excited to have an afternoon to spend on the beach and, you know, just put the hairstyling on the back burner for a second and enjoy life as a hairstylist that gets to travel. So much fun. You're so lucky. <laughs> guys, I, I'm so lucky. I'm very lucky because I know that I could easily just be in one town. So I think I put it out there to the universe. I need to see the world as I get to do my job and create beautiful looks. And so, you know, manifest what you want. I try to do it every year. Oh my God, totally. I try to do it every day. So now <laughs> Riley Keough, did she go to the Elvis movie? I wonder she what she didn't. did in the Elvis movie. Because Riley Keough, guys, if you don't know, like, I mean, I loved her in that The Girlfriend Experience. Mm -hmm. I thought she was just absolutely spectacular. She's had a bunch of other um, huge star turns, but she is Elvis's granddaughter. Yeah, she's she's just, she's a star, and also she star. won the the, the uh, Camera d'Or, which is I believe the director's yeah. award at Cannes. So she's she and her director part um, directorial partner um, they did an amazing job on a story about the Native American story. I don't know much more than that, but it's a fictional story that was done so beautifully. She won a massively coveted award there. So as an actress, Whoa. she's winning. As a director, she's now winning. Um, she too is now a redhead. And oh, she's, she's got that. I, I know. I feel like it's like I, I, either I'm drawn toward it, toward it or they're drawn <laughs> toward me. But um, yeah, I had 50 minutes to do her hair. And um, but which is not a lot of time. The first time you work with someone, you kind of cross your fingers and toes and you hope for the best. But like, I have my products. I have the tools that I know that work. And fortunately, um, her her hair responded very well to the day cream. And that was kind of it. But you guys, it was all about the blowout. I used the paddle brush and I smoothed it out. So. Perfect, perfect. Well, you know, one last question before we let you run, because I know you've got a, a busy afternoon. And of course, you know, Travis and I are always crazy. Um, dream celebrity. If you could style one person, dead or alive. Who Bryce would Dallas Howard. <laughs> who would be your dream celebrity to style? Oh, good. Well, I have two. One's alive and one is not alive. All right. Give it to us. Okay. So the, the, the one that is with us is Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah. She's also, I believe she might be the um, the queen in waiting at Cam because I feel like she's always there too. And she's, she's serving like, I mean, avant-garde, gorgeous, mm -hmm. beautiful fashion. But then the hair, like she does not fear volume or right. texture or angles which is why I think that she's so unafraid, which is what, as a as a fashion and style icon, what has drawn me to her. Um, and then the one that is not with us is Rita Hayworth. 
oh man, talk about the patron saint of all of us redheads. <laughs> I mean, I, I think she just lit up on the screen when I watched, I used to work at Blockbuster Video when I was in high school and I, again, aged myself, but I would just dive into old Hollywood VCR DI tapes because I was so like, what is this? You know, back in basic TV, you didn't get any of that. So I really became a huge fan of Rita Hayworth as I was in high school. And I think she's just a legend. You know, I would, love, I would have loved that opportunity. They would set that hair before there were Fido products or any hair styling products. It's like, what did they do? I, I guess mean, the rollers or Velcro rollers and just like mm -hmm. on a wing and a prayer, let it sit and Heat. see what happens. Like, Heat only. It, it's crazy, right? I mean, the flips and the dance numbers that she would do, and then it would just be ready. It would always be like close up ready. Even it's like, oh my goodness. So, I mean, I think there's something about the techniques that I'm always constantly going back to with what um, hairstylists did back in the day and not getting so you know, hung up on like a curling iron or this product that does everything. It's really much more simple than that. But I go back to the basics and um, I love to see what kinds of things I can come up with. Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us today. You guys, I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. Thank You're you, amazing, Marcus. by the way. You guys are great hosts. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we just could talk about beauty all day long. I mean, truly all day long. I'm not kidding. I mean, all especially redhead beauty. I feel like we have rosé right here and like some some trail mix and it's like, oh, wow, we're at happy hour. We give that vibe. We give that vibe of rosé and trail mix trap. I like that. I like that. <laughs> all right, you guys, thank you so, so much for listening, for um, all the info, all of the beauty and style from Khan. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. We've got all the stories, all the pictures, everything you want to know about and see. Uh, until next week, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long and until the next episode guys please stay gorgeous <laughs>